everybody, this is Todd. Uh, before we start today's show, um, gotta make this quick. I'm in the deep, dark jump jungle of Africa on safari. Uh, not important. That's not important. I just want you to know we had a couple quick announcements before we started today's show. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank everybody who listens to the show. Uh, last week, we had our best uh, week of downloads ever in the history of the Far Out podcast. So I'd like to thank everybody for that. Give yourself a big round of applause. Number two. Um, if you want to hear an interview between myself, Todd, and Giovanni, uh, Adam Kroll, super fan, on the Get It On podcast, you can hear that right now at show number 88 at geopodcast.com. Uh, you can check that out there. Uh, also, he is, of course, on iTunes. Uh, there's also a bunch of great Adam Kroll clips in that show, and it's two hours with me and Giovanni having some wine, talking about podcasting. I can't say it's funny. It's more just us hanging out, uh, shooting a little bull honky. Um, number three, and finally, uh, I'd like to thank a gentleman named Colin Marshall. Uh, he hosts a show called The Marketplace of Ideas on uh, public radio, and uh, he wrote a very nice Pod Thoughts blog over on at uh, MaximumFun.org, um, the home of Jordan Jesse Go and Judge John Hodgman's shows. He wrote a very nice Pod Thoughts blog on the Far Out podcast, and it was really cool. So you can check that out at MaximumFun.org. And uh, be cool. Put up a little comment there if you could, just because Colin likes that, and he gave uh, the, the show some love so we can give some love back. That would be awesome. So that's what we're all about here. It's about sharing the love. All right, thank you, everybody. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> You're the Thelonious Monk. <laughs> and now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. I felt that it was common knowledge that you don't piss on another man's bonsai tree. <laughs> but Perez... I did hit someone in the, in the nuts. Oh. And from the rotating gang, Cigar Store Indians, Casey Gullickson. I just like peeing outside. I think it's because where I'm from. Like, you can just pee outside. Let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing good, Buck. How are you? Oh, very, very well, thank you. I'm glad you're doing well. Yes, not bad. Good. Good vibes out to all our listeners today. I hope you're having a good day. Yes. And to the left of me, once again, is the great Casey Gullickson. Uh, I'm happy to be here. How are you guys, Todd, Buck? Uh, feeling good. Feeling good. That's uh, good. Good to see you a third time, Casey. Yeah. Just, mm, just three in a row. So good to be here. Now, now Buck, we, <laughs> we know sound that... sound for real, but all right. We, we know that there was a lot of tension Yes. at a certain point Always. on shows when, when Kira was on. And Kira's on for a bunch of shows in a row. Right now, she's in Turkey. Yeah. Enjoying herself in Turkey. And Tur- uh, Kira's coming back soon. Damn. Um, you know... It I- wasn't just her. I mean, it's well known. I have run-ins with people who sit across from me usually on the show. Ooh. I'm a very confrontational person, as you can tell. I have not... I didn't know I'm about a, this. Yeah, just... Uh, people seem to wear on me after a while. I just uh, avoid eye contact with them. No, I've noticed look, that. I've noticed that part. Don't yeah. look at them. And I uh, just talk shit about them. And, uh, oh, like it's been. during or after I um, leave? Goodness, probably start doing it right Okay. Now. Third show. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. And she's usually third show. In. You wow. know, Casey, Casey was really uh, 
in in my book, sorry, uh, Casey was really uh, rolling strikes, you know, the whole time doing these recordings until we got ready to record this show. And before that, we've been drinking a lot. Yeah, we had a few. Yeah, beers. and uh, Casey went to go pee in the backyard, and he posted up against my bonsai tree. Yeah, oh, shit. and that to me is a prized possession is my bonsai tree in the backyard. And I I I felt that it was common knowledge that. You don't piss on another man's bonsai tree. I am so sorry. I, like, I there was... That's first of all, that's not common knowledge at all. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that in shit. South Dakota, <laughs> Buck, I didn't know that Buck shit. Buck hates yeah. me and he's agreeing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that shit. <laughs> well, to be fair, Casey's from South Dakota, so basically he hasn't seen a bonsai tree ever. I've seen bo- a bonsai tree on the Karate Kid and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and that that bonsai tree is the biggest bonsai tree. I didn't know they they were that big. Yeah, it's that thing big. is huge. I thought they were like you know that you set them on your table type of trees. No, I I take a ladder to chop my bonsai tree That's, down. It's seriously for our listeners. What is that like? Seven feet tall? Bonsai yeah. Tree? No, I mean I I'd, I'd say sometimes I have to get a ladder to chop the top of the top bonsai of it, tree. Yeah. I take a ladder to, to trim my trees. It's a it's so a tall it's a, bonsai tree. I didn't know they got that big, seriously. Yeah, and and you know what? I'm kind of proud of my bonsai tree. You should be. So the fact that you but, you but, looked at my bonsai tree and thought, I could pee on this. It's kind of <laughs> just had a feeling about it. Like, this could be, yeah. this could be a Seem, good place. This seems right. Yeah. This seems correct. I just like peeing outside. I don't know. I think it's because where I'm from. Like, you can just pee outside most of the yeah. time, whenever you want. And, and here, it's like against the law. I mean, I'm sure it is back home, but they yeah. don't enforce that. Yeah, no, you know no, what I mean? Well, now, I have no problem with you peeing against my key lime tree. That's totally acceptable. Okay. A pea line, uh, pea line, key lime tree is something you pee against, but a bonsai tree, so, that's a, it's just, kind of a sign of disrespect. Like, you don't pee spot. on another man's bonsai I, tree. Well, I'm so I know, you, you're, you're like, man, what part of India is this bonsai tree from? Hmm. That's a Japanese bonsai yeah. tree. I got three of them around the property. Wow. And I take it seriously. So <laughs> okay. just Did you plant them? Huh? They came with the house. But I bought, <laughs> I bought the tree when I bought the house. Right. I, yeah. so, me and Wells Fargo Bank own that tree. You're taking like pride in like some something that someone did actually take pride in over the years and years and years and years. Yes. The guy who planted that tree would be way more pissed off about yeah. me peeing on it than yeah. than you would. I'm paying a five percent interest rate right. every month on that tree. Technically, if you just do That's my mortgage true. math, right? That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry, but uh, but besides <laughs> that, Casey, it's been a pleasure. Okay, everything but that. Okay, that's yeah. fine. So I'm going to take that as a note and just move on. Where did you eventually <laughs> pee? Because I I walked into the house to pee in my toilet. No, he, he just stayed pissed all over the tree. all over the tree. Yeah. Uh-huh. Watched him. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's better than when when Adam Albright and just stand there like this. Just shocked. Slack jawed. Yeah. When Adam Albright came over. My wife said, uh, Adam Albright, who, who writes for The Onion, who has uh-huh. sat in that same chair as I'm you. I'm honored to sit in the same as an onion chair writer. as an onion writer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Adam's great, but uh, Adam and Buck, I don't know who did it, but on the shows when Adam and Buck were here, um, there was some distress in the bathroom. Like People were blowing up the bathroom. and like Oh, man. There was like going number paper. two? or <laughs> Well, I don't mind a number two, but what we have next to the toilet is this thing and it's like a, a toilet cleaner. And if you leave what I call a Hanukkah gift, which is like a skid mark in the toilet, Ooh. like do that up. Like that toilet I didn't buy that that, that thing to scrape your shit out. Uh, I didn't pay money for that to look at <laughs> like the burn mark after. Yeah, right? it's it, it's not there for ornamental reasons. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's not that there, you know. Uh, no, I'm st- talking honest here, Todd. I'm <laughs> just being real, I'm, brother. I don't think I've ever dropped a deuce. Here. 40 shows later, I'm still trying to figure out who left the Hanukkah present you, in my toilet. I'm That's telling tough. you. That sounds like, uh, sounds like the basis of a great I will, mystery novel. I will maintain my <laughs> innocence to my dying day. 
Agatha Christie's who left the skin <laughs> Agatha mark Christie, yeah, on sure. a, a PBS. So, uh, without further ado. And now it's time for the Far Out News, bringing you all the in-depth research of a Google search. Zoophilia comes from the Greek words for animal and friendship or love. Animal love. Now an American man has written a book about it, a first-hand account. We all love dolphins from Flipper to Oppo. <laughs> I think yes, it's Oppo. Do. It's either Oppo or Oppo. I don't know what uh, that is. I've never heard of Oppo. All right. From, we'll just say uh, like Flipper. They are a friendly face to the human race. But Malcolm Brenner had a friendly relationship, uh, friendlier relationship than most. In 1970, the photographer embarked on a nine-month sexual relationship with Ruby, a captive female dolphin. In the 70s he did this? He show? has now written a book mm. about the experiences called Wet Goddess. Oh! That's what? the name of the I'm thinking the pubic hair on the dolphin in the 70s was much greater. Than- <laughs> <laughs> it's like bush. Huge she dolphin. had a huge bush. Huge bush. dolphin bush. So that's it. Is there any, anything else? Um, there's a little bit of uh, back and forth between the interview. I mean, there was just uh, they the interview. They interviewed the guy. All right. So this guy. Okay. Is there any point in the interview? Just skim it real fast. You don't need to read it. Is there any point because people sometimes in these types of news stories, where it's like man had sex with the dolphin for a long time, but they don't explain how he had sex with the dolphin. Yeah. Like how? Like there's. Like that was the dolphin giving him a little bit of flipper. Here we go. Uh, the, the, they asked him how did this whole thing start. He said she began by raking her teeth lightly against my arms and legs, which was indescribably erotic. Wow. <laughs> Some might find it frightening. I found it erotic. Uh, and then they said, uh, now in your book you talk about how that led you to have to how that led on to you having uh, sex. A lot of people will describe that's wrong. What's right in your mind about what you did? Well, uh, what was right with it is that the dolphin initiated the whole sexual thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, sailor. <laughs> As I mentioned, see what she was in isolation. <laughs> she, she, she'd be using me to satisfy her sexual needs. Wow. The relationship lasted nine months. When Mr. Brenner went to college, Ruby passed away. Oh. Possibly due to a broken heart. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'd, I'd warn anyone who's in a relationship with a dolphin, you have to plan an exit strategy, <laughs> says Mr. Brenner. Mr. Brenner believes that around 15% of the world's population has had sexual contact with why an would animal. Think, why would he think that? 15%? I think that like, seems like a really high number, and I think it's just him. He's like, I did it. And I was putting someone putting numbers out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was going by the old uh, thought that you can't get pregnant in a pool. He says that one in every six men has had sex with an animal. No, Casey, you're from well, South Dakota. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Okay, bring that up right now. That's I'm great. not asking about you, but just maybe some friends or like the weird kid in, in high school was like, you know what? I getting never, down on a uh, buffalo bison. Wow. No, I never had any experience with that or knew anyone who did. The funny thing is the town that I grew up in was a really small farming town, and on the on the way into town there was a sign that said, uh, it's called uh, Newell. It said, welcome to Newell the nation's sheep capital (laughs) and so we would go play like away basketball games at other schools and they would dress up like farmers and then put like cotton in their zippers so it's like hey like making fun of us because they thought we had sex with sheep which i guess why wouldn't they according to mr brenner over here never had that problem growing up in torrance 
No. Yeah, no. No one assumed. No one assumed you had sex with sheep. No one assumed you sheep fucking. No. That's weird. They just thought you banged at least a couple Korean chicks before 12th grade. <laughs> right. Prostitutes. But, prostitutes. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Casey's statement on the little state of Torrance right there. Wow. Yep. Um, so here, here's the deal. A couple things. First of all, with the, 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 the dolphin fucker. I'm thinking if he's having sex with the dolphin, was like what orifice? Like was he acting? Did, he, he, go, did he go in the blowhole? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, is he going blowhole? Is he going blowhole? Is he getting blowjobs because they have like bad teeth? He was talking about raking. That's, That's gnarly like a, though. Aren't the teeth like sharp? Yeah, I don't know. Or is he just is he, is he grabbing the dolphin and going into dolphin vagina, which I imagine is good. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, gnarly. gnarly. Here's well, I think it, personally, I think it's dolphin vagina. Yeah, I have to assume that. Now the bad thing mm. is, it was most likely underwater sex. Yeah. Oh, which good point isn't good. Like to, you're right. Like okay, if you ever you ever had sex like in a jacuzzi yep. or something, mm-hmm. and lubrication is an issue. It's yes. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, but but a dolphin. You figure this like dolphins evolved to have sex in. That environment, so it's probably still pretty good. Your girlfriend in South Dakota in the <laughs> okay. pool, all right, was not evolved to be able to have right. such viscosity. I totally get where he's coming from now. Huh. He yeah. probably just wanted to have sex in some water and yeah. a dolphin. He's like, all right, let's do well, that. Dolphins are cute. <laughs> no, they're they're definitely not a. They're definitely of the animals. They're probably one of the most attractive animals. Yeah, if you had a dolphin or a manatee, you're not doing the manatee. A sea cow. Yeah, a sea cow. No. Yeah. No way. Duckbill platypus. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what you're, that's what you're... That's what I'm into. Killer whales are what big What do you much. want? You don't want to do a pilot whale. No. Those, oh, the whales are probably too big. I feel like you couldn't get yeah. much out of a whale. Well, a pilot whale is going to be about 16 feet long, right? Oh, you're such a whale Jesus, person. I know. Don't get him, please. Don't get him started. And they're, they're kind of like a dolphin. It's like a whole tangent. That's kind of, that's kind of like the, the, the black chick of the <laughs> of the the thing. Because the pilot whales, they're all black. And dolphins are more, especially the white side of dolphin. The it's, white it's, chick? It's, it's, it's like the white chick. Yeah. Huh. And so, you know, that, that there, there are certain sexual stereotypes when it comes to ethnicities. And I wonder if in the ocean world... Guys, like, yeah, well, once you go pilot well, you you don't go back. It applies there. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, so evidently, this guy was probably engaging with the dolphin in the vagina. In the vagina. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't see the blowhole thing happening. She's not gonna have that. What was her name? And then you're choking her. It's kind of like a bad blowjob. Did they? What was her name? Did they didn't even give the name of the dolphin? I'd go blowhole. You? Oh, it's Ruby. Oh, a buck. You're gonna go out on a limb here. No. You might no. choke them. No, I'm. No, I don't care. Unless it's above water, because it's just kind of like, <laughs> and they'll this choke. Is, look, this is dangerous sex anyway. I'm fucking a dolphin at this point. <laughs> this is dangerous sex. It doesn't matter. Let's, let's, let's amp it up that much more, you know? I can't believe you wrote the book 40 years later. Yeah, that's this is crazy. He held that in. That. His whole, he's probably got like right. grandkids and shit. He's like, I'm going to tell you one you, thing. You know what? I you know what Grampy did? <laughs> <laughs> dolphin oh, you, fucker. Ruby. <laughs> I miss Ruby. <laughs> you may be taking this girl to prom, who's, but let me tell you what grandpa? you need to do. Who's you that? One of your girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> one of your girlfriends? Nah, some dolphins. <laughs> this could be an. Uh, remember, Buck, we did on the show, we used to do news stories from Weekly World News. And I'll tell in a minute why we don't do those news stories anymore. But um, we did a, a story, I think, about a dolphin with human arms. Yes, I remember. 
And I'm thinking possibly this guy might have been the father of said dolphin. <laughs> that was a real thing? Like it was a lobster a boy? Human arms? It was, it was in Weekly World News, which is like a National Enquirer. Oh. Kind of we used to do tabloid okay. news stories as news stories because on gotcha. the old show I used to do, we did lots of news stories. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do what we did on the old show because I got a new show now. So yeah. we do Weekly World News stories. And yeah. then we ended up doing stories like that, which, which was funny. Yeah. But... um. Adam, we don't do them anymore because the Weekly World News contacted me and we were going to work together to do a podcast for the right. Weekly World News. Uh-huh. I remember you saying this. Yeah. And then the CEO of the Weekly World News like dissed me, wouldn't take, I think maybe listen to the show or something. Um, and then he wouldn't take my calls anymore. Um, so after that, we quit doing Weekly World News good. stories because I thought yeah. we were going to do the Weekly World News podcast and have mm-hmm. a big readership. Yeah, that would have been great. Push the show forward, do a lot of Bigfoot talk. Yes. Didn't happen. So I got to say this. <clears throat> I'm going to gear back, rear up and say it. National Enquirer, bitches. That's right. All the way. So to kind of put a fin on this. Sure you be. It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticisms. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail. All right. Uh, I feel this is uh, from uh, Colin. I feel like I've outgrown all my hobbies and things I've enjoyed as a young blood. And I'm now having a tough time transitioning into adulthood. You look like you've transitioned from crazy fun young adult to crazy fun adult. How did you deal with, quotations, growing up? That's nice. That was was not the Colin from South Dakota. I think that was Colin from New Uh, York. Colin Polly. I don't see the uh, city anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Colin Polly. Well, I think that's a big question because right now, like, it's like, Casey, here's the difference. Casey, you're 23. Yeah. Right. Young Buck. Yeah. You are right now, you know, living in Los Angeles. Yep. Having a good time. And Uh there's a world of fun available to you. Right. And when I was 20, up till about maybe 30, I I pretty much lived like the boy next door meets Hunter S. Thompson. Like, I I partied. I partied. And I still party. I'm still partying, but I don't... I don't go to the extremes that I used to. Like, right, I, right. I, take a, I, I get home and re- you know, yeah. I get home before two. I I, uh-huh. I don't hear birds sing when I go to bed these yep. days. Yep. But um, I w- I was I was thinking to myself. I think this is a really interesting question. Like, uh, Colin sent me this on Twitter, and he w- he asked me this personally, mm-hmm. and I said, Colin, I said this is a good enough question, so that maybe could we do it on the show? Because probably there are a lot of listeners who are maybe the same age range where they're like, Yo, I'm not. 22 anymore mm-hmm. like i'm not going out to clubs all the time i'm not, you know i may maybe, maybe i'm married maybe i have a long-term relationship maybe i'm kind of settling into something but what happens is with lots of people they end up embracing this kind of boring existence right because they have a wife maybe they have kids like i don't have kids so that means i can be a little it's, more free to do you what can I want. still have fun and all that good stuff yeah and i thought well so in, in colin's email i believe he says He's now bored with things that used to be fun. Like there were um, there were things he did, maybe there's like music he listened to or things he followed or his interest and he, he's realizing it's no longer fun because he's trying to maybe uh, recapture parts of his youth when really at a certain point like with me there's 
huge parts of my life dedicated to really boring shit. Right. So it doesn't, yeah. doesn't get talked about on the show. Because that's not I, fun. So. I think I asked you what you were doing last Saturday, and you said, I'm doing yard work. And yeah. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh, your, your, your yard is not that fucking big. Dude. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> All day Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Yard work. But you just didn't nice. want to hang out. It looks nice, though. <laughs> Did you see those bonsai trees? Fuck yeah. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. That, that, that shit is trimmed. It's like, oh, I saw them. I pissed all gets, over. I heard he gets a ladder out. <laughs> and he... I once uh, actually hit my... I had an a, a electric hedge trimmer. Eco-friendly. Mm. All electric. Um, thank sure. you, Al Gore. Right, yeah. Thank you, Al Gore. Um, and I actually like almost sliced my finger off one night nice. uh, doing that. But I figured, that, I figured this. The key... Like you have to... In, in life, the most important thing is having a healthy curiosity. Exactly. Oh, okay. People who are who are curious about things in life will end up being happy. Like, if you're just consistently looking at life, like, oh my god, that's totally interesting. That's totally cool. And doing this show helps me do that because everything's a topic. Mm-hmm. Everything I see, I go out to to lunch. I go, oh my god, that's a topic. We can talk about that. That's something that that's a human story. That, mm-hmm. that that's something interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think Colin, what you should do is you have to really follow that bliss of that curiosity in your life. Yeah. And that will lead you to more interesting things. You need to really embrace that. It doesn't matter. It's weird. Like, I'll watch whale videos at weird hours of the night because I like fucking whales and it keeps me happy. Yeah. But I'll also hit up, a, sure. I'll hit up a dive bar on a Wednesday and stumble home at one in the morning because I like meeting the weird people that congregate. Yep. yep. You show me the weirdest person in a room and that person will be my friend. Yeah. I, I gravitate towards them because the, they have stories too. The yes. weird ones always have the craziest stories. Whether they're true or not, that's beside the point. But see, you're not as jaded as listener Colin. Yeah, maybe. Because listener Colin sounds like a very jaded person. Yes. He's, he's, he's not having a good look. Yeah. He, I mean, he's in New York. Come on. Yeah. It's a good place to be. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Yeah, come on, yeah, man. New Loosen York. Up. Was it like New York City? Or, you know? I don't know. It's, it's, New, it's New York. It's New York. It's a New York. That's my New York accent. But anyway, <laughs> I say he should, re, you know, uh, go back to the things that he loved because he's saying, you know, I'm. I'm doing shit that I used to do. It's not bringing me joy anymore. Yeah. I recently got back into dodgeball. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. is, you know, pretty good. We need to bring this up. That's uh, from my youth, yes. Buck is now, we, we should no longer uh, introduce Buck as Buck Perez, <sighs> but uh, um, Guinness World Record Book holder, holder. Buck yes. Perez. Yes, yeah. thank you. I was uh, one of 4,000 something, almost 500 people who played a dodgeball game. Yeah. it's amazing. I'll give you some video. Yeah, so you are, you are, you you broke a world's record as the lar- was it the largest volleyball uh, dodgeball game ever played. Yes, yes, it was on uh, University of Irvine's campus, and what almost uh, four thousand five hundred people took part. It was pretty crazy by the uh, videos and stuff I showed you. Yeah. It was on the honor system at first. They're like, "Yeah, if you get hit, get out," you know. But fuck that. I stayed in. So you cheated. Yeah. I got yeah, I cheated. Did you get hurt at all? I got blasted in the face at least three times, <laughs> which was not good. And just stayed in the game. Of course. Yep. It was too much fun. I like I like I I was saying I drove forty five minutes, I'm not getting out in the first ten. No. You know? Fuck that. But instead of instead of just dodging the balls, you huh? just took them and stayed in the no, game. No, <laughs> like you saw in the video and hopefully we'll post it up. It was complete anarchy. It was and tough. It would have been touching. It's you know? pretty ridiculous, not to expect not to get hit. Yeah. So, yes. yeah it looked like a great time. So, that, but, I mean, that, that, I did, that's another I did hit, example. I did hit someone in the, in the nuts. Oh, yeah, pretty proud man. Yeah, that's I got, good. I got a nice. Shot on there. Did he take a knee? Fuck did he take yeah. a knee after that? Yeah, he was like, oh, shit. Did he go? Yeah, did he so leave? I, I ran back into the uh, huddle. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to face the repercussions. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. But I, I, I would, thank you, Buck. I, I, I would say to Colin, 
that the key is it, as you get older. Like I, I love gardening. Like I take pride in my gardening yeah. and I enjoy that, and it's a really adult thing. And I don't, uh-huh. I don't talk about it on the show because it's not interesting at all. Yeah, yeah. But actually, it, it helps but me. You're bringing as, it up. I love, but but I, <laughs> but it's, a, I get my hands dirty. I sit, I cultivate things that grow, that die. I love it. Um, that's a cool thing. There are adult things that are really cool. Yeah. But also, you have to keep that fire in you. A creativity, I think, is one of the most important things. And B, a curiosity for life. There's mm-hmm. a. Um, a rubric that I base all things in life on. It's, a, it's my personal, my motto. There's a Bob Dylan song, uh, and one of the lines in it is, he not busy being born is busy dying. Ah. And so the rubric to base every action in your life is this philosophically what you do. It's like, am I busy being born right now or am I busy dying? Am I, am I folding up shop? Am I living in fear? Or am I busy embracing new things and right. bringing it in? Okay, right. you keep using this word rubric. And it, yes. Let me just, it's awesome. It's I don't know name. what I don't know what it means. Yeah, uh, a rubric is a like a scale. Okay, it's oh. like something you you measure things by. Oh. So I I think is this is this the act of a man busy being born or is this the act of a man busy dying? Is right. this a man like looking living a fear based existence versus? Oh, cool. Let's let's do this. Let's touch, taste, feel everything mm-hmm. to our senses. That's blow. Yep, that's really important. And, and so that's uh, that would be the advice. And uh, the song, the Bob Dylan song, even the president of the United States must stand in front of a mirror naked. He's singing it to himself to try to remember. Doesn't remember. It's all right, mom, only bleeding is the song. There you go. Bob Dylan's best songs. But uh, I would say that. So, Colin, if you have a woman in your life, make sure she's the kind of woman that lets you embrace everything and is somebody that helps you push you forward and make you a better person in life. Because I used to live like a... Uh, a feral existence, like uh, like a man raised by wolves. Just wild. Which you're probably in that spot right now, Casey. You're 23. You're living right. in North Hollywood. Yeah. You're probably, there's that, like, there's dishes piling up in the sink. There's a lot of dirty socks yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Your house smells like... It and, smells like know. pizza, and I don't know why. <laughs> it smells like pizza. I don't know why. There's no pizza. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, that's a blast. Like, I did that for years, but yeah. eventually you're like, all right, you know, and you yeah. meet a good woman, and then mm-hmm. you, you, you you learn, but then you still keep embracing all that's cool yeah. in life, but at, at the same in time. In a more mature way. Yes. In a way that's not disgusting. You guys should do like a special episode where you record at Buck's pad. Yes. I, I'm totally down. This would be fun. That'd be like a special, I don't know, like a cool thing. Let's do this. Very special episode. Yeah, yes. Be fun Very thing. intimate. Be good. With Kira. Let's have her back. Oh, wow. So you just yes. looked at Casey in the face and said, let's have yeah. Kara back. I, feel I told you, a third show, I am insulting to the host. Oh, man. No matter who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I break good. him down this way, Casey. Yeah, no, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> well, she, I mean, Casey, <laughs> I mean, Casey's great, but Kara might be cuter. I got to be honest. Yeah, yeah. probably. She's, and like Adam Albright's a sexy man, you know. And, and Casey, still Casey, in love with that Casey's got a, a good Anakin Skywalker do right now with the hair. Oh, like yeah. Episode three. Yeah. <laughs> the Looks young good. Anakin. <laughs> young Anakin. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to this episode of the Far Out Podcast. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I can't believe that we, we actually talked about having sex with a cetacean. Is a dolphin is a cetacean? Yes, a dolphin is a I'm cetacean. thinking of uh, crustacean. It's yeah. not one of those. No, that's a whole different kind of sex. Uh, What's a cetacean? The, 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 <laughs> cetacean? Crustacean is a lobster. Yeah. A cetacean is a whale or dolphin. 
Jesus. Thank you, Todd. And this is the Far Out Podcast. Thank you very much. Darkness at the break of noon. Shadows, even the silver spoon. The handmade blade, the child's balloon. Eclipses both the sun and moon. To understand, you know, too soon. There is no sense in trying. Pointed threats, they bluff with scorn Suicide remarks are torn From the fool's gold mouthpiece The hollow horn plays wasted words Proves to warn that he not busy being born Is busy dying Temptation's page flies out the door You follow, find yourself at war Watch waterfalls of pity roar You feel the moan, but unlike before You discover that you just be one more person crying So don't fear If you hear A foreign sound To your ear It's all right, Ma, I'm only sighing.